It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So we normally talk to him Thursday mornings at 8. He is traveling and has agreed to join us this morning on the LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line. Our buddy, our capitalist pig pal, Jonathan Honig. Jonathan, so the Dow was on a little three-day run, and it's now over. Dow down about 100 points yesterday. Good morning, my friend. Yeah, Mike, great to be with you, and I'll be listening for that $1,000. I could use some inflation reduction. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, inflation's still cooking, and Americans are still hurting. We'll get to that story in just a minute, but, you know, it's all about tech these days, and particularly Bitcoin, you know, for Basically, a year we were talking about that excitement of the launch of what they call the Bitcoin ETFs. This is a way that you could literally just put Bitcoin right there in your 401k and your retirement account. Well, they launched last week, and interestingly, people thought Bitcoin was going to rise as a result. Mike, it's actually dropped. It's down about 20% since those uh, spot ETFs began trading just a couple of days ago. So keep a close eye on that. But, you know, that has been one of the huge winners in recent years, not just technology, but Bitcoin and crypto writ large. Uh, the question is, is are people going to have any more money left to actually purchase it? You mentioned inflation. Another interesting story out yesterday, something to do with bonus checks. You know, 66% of employers actually award some type of year-end bonus. But those bonus checks were a lot smaller last year. The average bonus was about $2,100, down from $2,700 in 2022 and $3,500 in 2019. So, you know, a lot of the employers, Mike, saying, look, they're stretched. They're feeling very thin, very stretched, given the ongoing inflation, despite the fact D.C. says it doesn't exist. So many people got a bonus last year, but it's a lot smaller than it had ever been. Yeah, a lot of people count on those bonuses, too, Jonathan. And that's, as you point out, that that is a way that employers attract employees. Is a, We can't pay you the salary you necessarily want or deserve, but you are eligible for this big fat bonus at the end of the year, which is kind of a drag if it doesn't come through. Yeah, tr- tremendously, Mike. You know, what's interesting, though, you know, a lot of, for a lot of employees, you think pay is the most important thing. Ford actually had a fascinating survey out just this week that I thought was pretty remarkable. I mean, would you take a 20% pay cut for a better work-life balance? I mean, 20%, that's a pretty big haircut. It's a chunk. But Ford had a survey out. 50% of employed people would do just that. They would take a 20% pay cut. Interestingly, Generation Z, the lo- the younger you are, the more likely you are to take that deal, to take that 20% pay cut. Only, in fact, about 33% of Gen X said they would, in fact, take that pay cut. But majority of people, Mike, pretty interesting. I mean, money is important, but for many workers, work-life balance is even more important. They take a severe pay cut just to achieve it. I would I would imagine as you get older in that survey, the less likely people would be to take that pay cut for the work-life balance. Speaking of which, uh, 1959, if you were born then, I don't have to tell you, you are turning 65 this year. That means a lot of people are getting out of the workforce and the job force and retiring this year. Yeah, Mike, we got this from Yahoo Finance. They're calling it peak 65. We are having a record number of people retiring this year. In fact, 11,000 Americans every day will, re- will celebrate their 
65th birthday from now until the end of December. So we're going to see the largest surge of retirement age Americans in history. Over 4 million Americans are going to turn 65 just this year. And Mike, as we've talked about, you know, as you get older, your financial needs change, your financial portfolios change. So the graying of America continues. More and more people are going to be moving out of the workforce beginning this year. And that begs the question for those of us still working, will there be Social Security left for us? Yeah, absolutely. Social Security and even just financial independence. I mean, one of the hallmarks of these last couple of years, Mike, has been people working harder and earning less, feel like they're earning less, feeling like they literally can't keep up. Interesting survey out this week from Empower Financial. Basically, 67% of Americans say that financial independence is important to them. And how much would it take for you to be financially independent? Americans say that they need to make about $94,000 a year on average to feel financially independent. Now, that's a lot of money. In fact, it's about 20% more now than the median in household income, which is about 74000 So Americans say they want to be financially independent. They need to make about 100000 in order to do it year after year. Wow, I get excited when I win like a $5 scratch-off ticket, you know. <laughs> So where are we with uh, with layoffs this year? It was uh, it was a rough year last year. There was a ton of layoffs, and uh, what's the projection for twenty twenty four? Yeah, I mean this is kind of looking underneath the hood, underneath the numbers a bit, because we've been told how strong the labor market it is, and true historically it had been pretty strong, but there are some warning signs. Challenger, Gray, and Christmas had a study out. We got this from Fox Business. Basically, Mike, the pace of job cuts has been up dramatically. Layoffs were up 98% in 2023. Uh, there was a, a companies planned about 700,000 job cuts last year. That's a huge increase from 2022 when there was only about 363,000 job cuts. And basically the worry is now in 2024, that problem could continue to get worse. Inflation continues to cook and the employer, the, uh, the job market is in fact slowing. So, keeping a close eye on layoffs and maybe perhaps one of the reasons why that quit rate, you know, we've been talking about people for years have been basically since the pandemic eagerly quitting their jobs, either not working or looking for something else. That quit rate is slowing as layoffs increase. Jonathan Honig, CapitalistPig.com, joining us on the LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line. So let's switch to real estate for a second, Jonathan. You know, we have store, hear stories about older folks, empty nesters, keeping their big houses because it's just not a smart time to move right now. And that locks out some of the younger folks from the smaller families trying to get into the housing market. It's really difficult for a lot of younger folks to buy a house right now. It is, Mike. And it also depends, of course, on where you are. I mean, certain parts of the country, because of those factors that you talked about, because of popularity and other other uh, reasons are just, it's impossible almost, especially for young people or anyone who's not filthy rich to buy a home. We're talking about places like Los Angeles, Miami, New York, California. Interesting study over at CNBC, basically taking a look at what are the cities with the highest and lowest barriers to home ownership. And look, if you want to buy a house in Los Angeles, it's going to take 15 years for the average family to save enough money for the funds, basically even just to to apply for a loan. Uh, On the other hand, you have places like Detroit, Cleveland, Kansas City, Milwaukee, and Wichita. They are the lowest barriers to home entry. The median price is only about $85,000. So in Detroit, for example, it only take about two and a half years to save up for that down payment on a home. So 
it's all about location, 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 and certainly the coast, you're going to be paying a lot more for that starter home. Yeah, I don't know if you want to live in Los Angeles, or I don't know if you want to live in Detroit, but I know people do want to live in Columbus. Yeah, Columbus and, and, and Cleveland. I mean, this is a, a great vote of confidence for, for our neck of the woods, Mike. Uh, Columb- uh, Cle- Cleveland and Columbus in particular. Columbus, as we talked about, it is number three on the top ten housing markets in the country. Buffalo, number one. Cincinnati, number two. Columbus, Ohio, number three. And basically, they look at a lot of different factors, uh, construction permits, prices, the job opportunities. So uh, rounding out that top five, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Providence, Rhode Island. But hats off to Columbus. Yeah. You know, it's really been a, a stalwart during the pandemic and even after continuing to grow, not just jobs, but real estate as well. Got about 60 seconds left. Jonathan Honig, CapitalistPig.com. Uh, Jonathan, you and I probably close to being roughly the same age, growing up, going to malls. Malls have gone away, but sounds like there's a little bit of a resurgence with the good old-fashioned mall. Yeah, it's so strange, Mike, because, look, when the Internet came around, I said, all right, well, I'm not going shopping anymore. Everything's going to be delivered to me. And if you're like me, you've probably got a huge, steady stream of Amazon packages coming to your door. Well, malls have been kind of given up for dead, but Generation Z is basically bringing them back. Chicago Tribune had the story. Basically, Generation Z, we're talking about people ages 16 to 26, they prefer shopping in person even more than shopping online. 97% of Generation Z said that they shop at brick-and-mortar stores. That's more than any other uh, demographic. And basically, they prefer the immediate gratification. Basically, you know, they've been raised on instant gratification. So, Mike, turns out that they can't even wait the day or two for Amazon to deliver their packages. Generation Z uh, favors the intimacy of touching, trying out, and buying products right away. And that's what's driving them to physical stores and supposedly saving the malls as we know it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.